This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tecova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovas.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. Welcome back to the Paddle and Fin Podcast Network. We're brought to you by Pelican Built Tough. For all situations, go to pelican.com. Yak Gadget. For all your fine kayak fishing accessory needs, go to yakgadget.com. Eastport Marina on the beautiful shores of Dale Hollow Lake. For all your lodging, kayaking, and fishing needs, go to eastport.info. Now let's get this show started. Welcome back to the final cast. I'm Brad. What's going on, everybody? I'm Matt. Sorry about my voice tonight. I'm kind of losing it a little bit, but it's all good. So I don't know what's yeah, going it's, on. It's the change from winter to spring. Probably. Probably is. I feel but... like crap, too. Oh, geez. Yeah, that's not yeah, good. That's great. No, never. Um, let's go over a few little things before we start. Uh, we got the Dale Hollow trip coming up. Me and Matt will both be there. Uh, yep. The first, second, or the third, something like that. Uh, it will be, we're leaving the 31st Thursday and then it's, it's the tournament itself is the second and third, right? Yeah. Second and third. Yeah. So we'll be, Uh, we'll be there all weekend. Yep. So yeah, if you guys are, uh, if you don't have anything to do that weekend, come out and hang out. This is going to be a blast. I can't wait. (laughs) Oh yeah. It's going to be awesome. Especially you're going to see if you've never been there, you're going to Eastport. I mean, that place is fantastic and where they, uh, set up i don't know brad have you been to the new like the off-site location the venue i haven't i've never been down there yet at eastport side okay well so i went last year that thing is that place is like beautiful like i regret i'm not even this type of guy and i was told stacy i was like we should be here like it's awesome yeah so that's cool well i'm excited um the next thing we have is the uh, kayak fishing uh uh fantasy fantasy don't yeah, do not it's not too late for you guys to sign up. So if you guys want to sign up and play, there's a winner per quarter, I think, and a winner for the whole year. So go to paddleandfin.com and check that out. 
yeah, gonna be a good time. I keep forgetting to pick my team, so <laughs> yeah, I literally have it pulled up on my phone and I was looking today for something to work and I was like, Oh, I forgot to do that again. <laughs> and I was gonna do it on my lunch break and then I forgot to do it again. So yeah, yeah, I'm about, I get it done after. <laughs> I'm bad about it, even when it comes to NFL fantasy, so but with that yeah. said, man, we got a cool episode planned. We're going to be talking to Jake Rita from uh, Corso Outdoors. I came across their ad on Facebook. I was like, caught my eye. I was like, man, this stuff looks kind of cool. Like, they got tie downs, they got bucks, uh, rod holders, a bunch of other stuff on there. So, we're going to bring him on and we're going to talk about it. Welcome to the show, Jake. Hey, how's it going? Good. Pretty good. Uh, How are you doing tonight? You want to start off by uh, letting the listeners know who you are and how you got into this whole thing? Yeah. Um, yeah. So I work for Corso Outdoors. Um, it's kind of a, a new brand started by the company. Well, it's kind of a parent company, but we do a lot of injection molding stuff. And uh, one of my coworkers was kind of into the kayak fishing scene. And um, so he was kind of commenting on, you know, some different things we can make in that, that realm. Um, and one of the things he pointed out was the fact that like a lot of these accessory companies and things are coming out with different things, but it seems like they were lacking in, you know, some industrial designing, some user focused design, and also just colors in general, like mm-hmm. kayak yeah. and all kinds of stuff for all these crazy colors, um, like with the swirling and everything from the roto molding. Uh, but the accessories are just all, you know, plain black nylon and, mm-hmm. you know, filled with black carbon stuff. So, yeah. We had the idea to do kind of a redesign of some of these accessories, take a closer look at what people are really using them for. Um, think about other things we can add to each of them, um, which we can go over kind of the details of, of some of them. So point out some things that we thought we improved on and obviously just give it like a more cohesive aesthetic um, and some of the, the faceting and stuff that kind of ties in the whole product line. Um, mm-hmm and just add color on top of that too. So, you know, it can kind of make it your own. I, I think the thing that caught my eye was definitely the color and definitely the way the, the knobs were designed. It's, it's unique. Yeah. 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 We didn't want to go for just like a, a wing nut or something like that. Yeah. Um, we tried to take cues from some other industries where they're really focusing on those touch points. Um, we all, I've been the main like product designer on this, um, but I work with a couple of other engineers. Um, Kaz, he's the one who kind of inspired the whole idea and then, and Matt as well. Um, We all have backgrounds in kind of industrial and mechanical design. So we're always focused on touch points and different things that we can do to make it just a little bit easier to use. You know, you may not notice it right up front, but you know, after you've used it a, a number of times or, you know, looked it over a little bit more you'll notice oh you know we're always using the same textures or we're um you know focused on like you said the knob like we looked at the profile more closely and said okay how can we make sure that when you're using it it's got some good feedback you know Mm -hmm. it's easy to grab and adjust even when you've got a wet glove on or something like that that's a good point yeah so it's it's the little things thinking about all the little things that like you said you might not notice it at first but over time you'll notice Wow, like the knob, like you just said, how much easier it is to turn that knob because you're getting feedback from it instead mm-hmm. of it just being a basic wing nut that 
you know it's tight when it stops turning and you're breaking your finger trying to tighten it down and you know it's loose when it spins out of your hand because of the water i mean <laughs> you know <laughs> <From that point. laughs> yep i sure have <laughs> yeah we tried to pre prevent that on a couple of our designs like the boat tie has like a kind of a bridge that goes over top of the knob so it's yeah. more captured um but yeah there's there's still some downfalls that <laughs> yeah not, not, uh, it's not foolproof so how long have you guys been uh uh doing this thing uh we just recently started this so over the past year that we did okay, a lot okay. of tooling up kind of you know behind the scenes and then um finally getting all the packaging and everything together to launch it like last december for our customers okay what was uh you guys face any challenges during uh covid with that yeah i mean like everybody in manufacturing um I mean, from getting the steel for molds when steel is in short supply to, um, you know, resin prices and shipping prices being oh, all yeah. over the place. And yeah. um, our packaging was, you know, supposed to come in and then got delayed from the holidays. And then I don't know if you remember when there was that whole fiasco of, you know, the L.A. port being super backed up, like yep. our packaging was just like sitting on a, a shipping container for <laughs> God knows how long. <laughs> and when it showed up, it was like the wrong boxes. Oh, of course. <laughs> yeah, that's just exactly. It's, yeah, it's, it's like, you're finally it's excited. Small, it's right? there. Yeah. And then, yeah, it, you you're, you're just get excited. It comes and you're open yeah. the box. You're like, oh, we waited months. And yeah, then you, you open, open it up and, and it's like, I, I need these pieces to actually ship something out. And I have yeah. not a complete set of any one thing. So, oh, man, that's rough. Yeah. But that's, I can't wait till that's all over. <laughs> yeah. 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 So we we kind of like tried to time things with that coming in. So there was a little bit of making sure customers were happy, saying like, hey, man, we don't have the nice box and everything for you. Um, but, you know, here's an extra boat tie or whatever, you know, just just making sure that customers were still happy. So, yeah. Oh, yeah. There. I mean, yeah, you'll see. That's that's another reason why I love like I'll talk about all the time and on my Instagram and stuff, I'll showcase uh, smaller companies and it's because of literally what you did like hey we don't have the packaging it doesn't look the greatest from the packaging but here's here's another piece that you know we're we apologize it's it's not even you know, there's nothing you have to apologize for like as a consumer yeah, but it's just a matter of making sure that they have that exactly. positive experience yeah yeah exactly which is what i love i love that you will never see that happen most of the time in huge companies and that's the reason why I, most people that i know will always flock to you know Smaller yeah, we, companies we really like, appreciate the understanding that some customers have showed us. Mm -hmm. It's funny you guys are talking about that because I just I was thinking about this as I was at work a few days ago, and I'm like sitting there thinking about Bahio sunglasses, for instance. We had them on a show, and I'm like, man, I really like supporting these smaller companies better than the bigger companies, just because mm -hmm. they're they're it's more personalized, and I, I it's I don't know, it seems like the better. Uh, I don't know what I'm trying to say. You, it's you like get a, what I'm saying. Overall, better experience just buying experience, from them. Yeah, yeah. I'm about to say. I mean, there's there's some large companies that I've had. Like I I'm known on the podcast as the JDM guy. I love Japanese tackle and stuff. So I buy all that mm -hmm. stuff. But I'm also known as I buy custom hard baits that have been painted by people all the time because mm -hmm. I love that I can get a bait that might be the same colorway as one I can buy that's mainstream but there's little differences in it that, you know, and you're buying from a guy who's taking his time, putting his art into a craft or putting his craft into basically making an art piece mm -hmm. that you yeah. get to fish with, you know, it's, it's, it's 
supporting smaller companies just is overall better because a you get a deal directly with you guys and b mm -hmm. you know you're not talking to a computer or something and you're getting a little bit better experience so yeah brad i know exactly where you're coming from yeah absolutely and uh yeah i i i, I, I don't know i'll just leave it at that because <laughs> you, you explained it good so <laughs> um yeah you want to get into some of your guys products like uh what was the first thing you guys launched for corso we launched um, most things that are on the website now kind of all at the same time. So the bow tie, the tie down and lie down, and then the bucket. Um, so those are all, you know, available for sale. Um, but I think the first thing we, we worked on was actually the bow tie. Um, it was just kind of a simple start saying, let's take uh, your typical uh, tie down or cleat really and see what we can do with it. So one of the driving factors or kind of the themes that we tried to put in all of our products is that they're, you know, a quote unquote, like upgrade, I'll call it. So anything that we designed, anything we were going to put out, we said it's got to have at least some functionality over top of like what's already available. Cause like, why would you buy it beyond just the color? Cause we knew we were going to do colors and we're like, yeah, that's something, but like, what can we do to make it a little bit better than what else is out there? Mm -hmm. um, so for this one, Obviously, we looked at like just a general design. This is where the knob started, um, kind of changing the profile things, getting like a good, almost looks like a knurling on there. Mm -hmm. And then um, we wanted to put some through holes in it just because, you know, then it's very quickly a tie down in itself, right? You can throw a, a paracord, whatever you need through there. Yeah. Um, and then the, the nut on all these is also a, a top mounting nut. So it kind of looks like, I don't know if you guys are familiar with M-Lock. For rifles yeah. Uh, mm -hmm. yeah so it's kind of contoured like that so if you have like a standard width rail it goes down turns in nicely and has a contour on the top that it like catches that rail um and should tighten up pretty well nice. yeah it's, so, that's that's awesome yeah so is that like your guys take on like a zigzag cleat for instance yeah kind of yeah zigzag has like a, a different you know mecha mechanism with using their yeah. cord like wrapping through and stuff yeah mm -hmm. yeah yeah, yeah, this you, is more like I'm you just, can lash something to it if you wanted to, or you can use like a traditional cleat. Um, yeah, the first thing that I that popped in my mind when I saw this, and it might have been the other thing, the lie down maybe I can't remember, uh, is hooking your catchboard to this thing because there, there's there's a lot of yeah, spots yeah. to hook on hook a catchboard onto a kayak, but there's not really many low profile spots. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, I can't say I've yeah. actually heard of anybody specifically saying to do that, but yeah, good idea. Yeah, yeah. As, first as someone, <laughs> someone who has one in the bottom of a lake right now, uh, <laughs> because I had it latched to my seat. Because again, there's nothing low profile. Like I tried different options, and it just never worked. And I had it to my seat, and I was measuring a fish, and my uh, latch got in the way, and I was like, "All right, whatever. I won't drop it." And then literally 12 seconds later, I dropped yeah. it. <laughs> And it just went it like immediately because I have to be special and get the metal catchboard. So it just hit the bottom of the lake in Mach 1. And uh, it's exactly what he said to me. Right when he said that, I was like, I wish I would have had that last year because then I would have just saved myself 80 bucks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's true. Uh, oh, yeah. The other, the other thing about this, I don't know if like you guys thought of this or not, but have you ever thought about making that an attachment for like a PFD or anything? 
we have not no um the we did make sure that all the nuts and stuff are a, a standard um quarter 20 which is mm -hmm. what most of the other manufacturers use yeah, so yeah. yeah anything you want to kind of adapt to it like i've had a couple of people ask about you know i don't have a rail or i, I don't want to mount it where a rail is you know you can easily just put a a hex bolt or whatever you want through the through the hull or wherever you're going to mount it but yeah okay that's cool i like it when you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Um, uh, let's talk about the size a little bit. You know, like the exact dimensions of it. I think it is like four and a half inches end okay. to end or five inches somewhere in there. Um, yeah. Yeah. You're just... like a little bit smaller than a phone or bigger than a credit card somewhere in there. <laughs> yeah. It's actually I mean, it's bigger just... than I thought it was going to be. Yeah, it's big enough to be useful, like to do what exactly what it's designed to do. But at the same time, mm -hmm. it's not like monstrous. No, yes. definitely not. Yeah, yeah, I mean, it's it's probably not what you want to use to tie up like a yacht, um, oh. or maybe even like a a larger Johnny boat or anything. But uh, yeah. yeah, yeah, it's definitely the, the right size for a kayak. <laughs> yeah, made for kayak it makes a lot of sense. So. Yeah, well, you know. Um. Yeah. Let's. Uh, yeah, so uh, the lie down that I was uh, thinking of for like yeah. a tether point. Um, mm -hmm. So, like the design around this thing, what did you specifically design this product for? Yeah, so this was kind of just to go along the lines of completing the um, tie down cleat family. Um, mm -hmm. And this one, I think we struggled with at first justifying like why to do it. It was, mm -hmm. we did it because it made sense, right? Like we've got this vertical tie down. We might as well make a horizontal one. Um, thinking about people who are kind of tying down crates and stuff, you know, with webbing or, or like stretch webbing. Um, yeah. A lot of people tend to use this as opposed to some of the vertical tie downs if they have something a little bit more low profile. Um, and then with this one, we kick the, the slot is actually like kicked on an angle and, and it has mm -hmm. like a, a lower ramp to it. So, when you go to feed your webbing in from the bottom, it catches it a little bit better and like feeds it up through the top. Um, so that was kind of oh, our, our mark. Yeah, that's that's awesome. Yeah, yeah, that's interesting. When you're using it, it's, it, it's just a little bit nicer to catch it and, and feed it up through the top. Um, is, is that little notch on that? Is that wide enough for like a cam strap to go through? Yeah, I think you can fit up to inch and a half through it. Perfect. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah, that 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 opens a lot of possibilities. Yeah. And now I'm thinking about redoing what I just did on my trailer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That, that's another thing with kayaks and stuff like when you're kind of uh, strapping them into trucks and stuff, you don't really have very many spots to run your cam strap through to yeah, ratchet it down or anything. Very cool. Yeah, I'm a I'm a fan. I mean, it's it so far. I mean, we only talked about two things, but so far the two things has you've opened it to where you're not just making a product. It's what a lot of companies will do. They'll make one thing that does one thing, 
you're making products that kind of feed into what being a kayak angler is and making the product do what you want it to do. And you're giving the flexibility of both products like that cleat. Obviously there's some people who will tie their kayak up to a dock or something. Um, I mean, I did that last year at Eastport Marina. I got off the water, went in eight at a Marina, got back out of it, went back and said, I didn't have a cleat. I just tied a cam strap to a pole and to my seat and hoped it was still there when I got back. (laughs) And (laughs) it worked, I guess. Uh, (laughs) But I mean, it's, it's nice because it gives you, you know, like Brad was talking about the lashing points using running a cam yeah. strap through it. I mean, the, the lower uh, ramp you talked about to feed it through. One thing I hate is trying to put a piece of cable or something through something and I have to get a screwdriver or something to shove it up yeah, through the top because it gets, it up, yeah, it's, yeah, it's so like annoying. The, we've all had that issue on one thing. It's a, a kayak or a truck, like just as that tie down, that is such a or a lashing point that's such a pain in the butt to get something through yeah yeah man it's it's just it irks me to no other <laughs> and uh, <laughs> to have something that literally is built to help it guide it up is just awesome like it's just little stuff like you said i mean you're literally explaining exactly what you said at the beginning the little stuff you don't really recognize or think you need until you have it and it makes life easier yeah agree with that one percent you guys also have a uh Corso bucket. I know Matt's pretty pumped about this one. Yes. So yeah. Let's yeah, talk about the bucket. People have been most interested. Other than the rod hold, this is probably the one that people have been most interested in, and uh, probably has the most functionality beyond your typical. Like this is based on a cup holder, right? Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, we know that like anything, a cup holder is holding a phone, is holding a pair of pliers, is holding lures. You know. So we figured we'll put some dividers on it, put put some dividers in it um, and throw a lid on it too. And once we did that with a circular one, we thought it was a little silly that we didn't just make it square. (laughs) We did like the room in the corners. Um, But yeah, so this is just kind of that evolution. Some little things about this one. um, We have this, the pattern of holes in the bottom and there's like actually a contour to the base of the like to the bottom of the actual bucket that's supposed to like help drain all the water right to those holes so it, it drains pretty quickly um okay and I oh see yeah that's right awesome there. yeah that's that, that's like where a the funnel. dividers kind of snap in yeah and the, the dividers you can take them out and you know flip around do whatever you want to do with them take them all the way out um for the sizing it's big enough to fit a nalgene in it uh, probably comes like about halfway up the side of it Oh, okay. Cool. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's a... the. Go ahead. Okay, I was say I didn't want to cut you off. That's <laughs> the uh, <laughs> the first thing when I was on the website when we first said, "Hey, you know, I found this company talking to him." Blah blah. I was like, "All right, cool." Went on the website, I was looking a little bit, and I was like, "Oh, it's a cup holder." I was like, "It's square. That's cool." And then I saw the lid, and I was like, "Why has it got a lid?" And I saw, and I was the first thing clicked in my head. I was like, "Oh my god, lure changers is going to be awesome." <laughs> and the fact that you just said. Oh, it has, you know, it's funneled at the bottom to let the water drain out. It's not like putting it into like my cup holder in my kayak is also known as where I put all my soft plastic Texas rigs with hooks in them and everything. And I just found uh, like three lures that I had in there and my hooks are rusted all get out because it was just sitting in water. And that's mm-hmm. the perfect thing. If I if I take a crankbait off, oh, this color's not hitting, but I want to throw this color. I throw it in there. The water can drain off of it and I'm not going to deal with 
rushing and obviously with anything if i left it there for two years that's my own fault but in the short term water is able to drain out of it it's able to get airflow like that's i'm pumped about that like super pumped because it's something that would just make again just something i didn't think i needed but it makes sense i thought it was a cup holder and it's not it's so much more than a cup holder which is awesome mm -hmm. multi-function yeah. Oh yeah. And a lot of these cup holders out there, like people are drilling holes in them. They're, they're buying the product and they're drilling the holes themselves. I'm like, you don't really want to do that. It should already have that when you get it. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. That's yeah. It, yeah. Yeah. The, uh, so the, the snap points actually around the outside of it, around the perimeter, the, the lid you can snap off and, and flip it around and stuff. But the, uh, um, the snap points you can actually like stick a hook up in them and depending okay. on the size of the hook you can snap the lid down on top of it and kind of retains it a little bit and then your 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 baits kind of hang around the perimeter oh that's sick oh. yeah so you know <laughs> it's an easy way to get like a bunch of them on there if you're wanting easy access you're changing certain things over yeah. so if you flip your kayak your baits aren't going to go anywhere exactly yeah i'm, I'm not going to warranty them but <laughs> They should stay in place. <laughs> That's cool, man. I, that that is one thing I I really want to talk about. I know we're gonna get to the uh, the rod holder, which is the mystery product because it's not out yet. And we'll talk a little bit yeah. about that. But one thing that another thing that I really love about just you know learning about Corso and whatnot is you guys have that limited lifetime warranty, which is awesome. Mm -hmm. So you don't see that stuff on kayak accessories very often um or anything really anymore and it's 100 percent made in america correct on the website made yep. in the u.s and a limited to lifeline warranty like that's awesome like, yeah I mean, we're else pretty confident in, in standing behind it and um, having tested some of it if you if you really really beat it up i'm sure there's some things you can do to it and you know we're happy that you've used it hard so yeah <laughs> so what what does the limited life or the limited uh, lifetime entail Really, it's going to come down to like product failures, things like that. Um, we haven't had, I mean, knock on wood, we haven't had any issues yet, but it's pretty early. Um, right. Like if for some reason you got, we're typically like talking at least early days, like manufacturing defects or things that are failing a little too early. Like, you know, maybe one of the snaps on one of the dividers comes off and you, you know, we're happy to replace that for you. Um, or like even the lid, the lid we did a lot of testing on actually. Um, with the snap features, uh, you can, we had, it, we had worries about people kind of leaving it open and accidentally mm -hmm. hitting it and stuff. So, I mean, we've, it's pretty robust at this point that you can smack it. And if you hit it hard enough, it'll really, it'll come off, but the snap features will stay intact. So. Okay. It's um, awesome. Very cool. Yeah. Yeah. It's really just kind of a saying that we definitely stand behind our products and, and that we're not going to just prematurely fail on you and become a, um, a failure point that you know we're right. gonna be like oh well you know you abused it we might ask mm -hmm. you how it broke because we want to make it better but <laughs> yeah <laughs> always improving yeah you I, i'd imagine somebody like stepping on it trying to get into the kayak you're probably not going to warn yeah that. <laughs> yeah yeah story. no yeah that's, <laughs> yeah, that's we, i mean that's... we find most people are pretty reasonable um yeah about that stuff so very cool. Matt, you got anything else on that? Because I knew you were all about oh, that thing. So. Man, I'm all about the bucket already and just talking about it more, so making it like awesome. I'm I'm on the website on another thing looking at it, and it's 
yeah the snaps and I, you mentioned the colors I, i'm a big fan of just the different color options even if they're subtle mm-hmm. like obviously with the bucket the the outside is that gray and i don't know let's see yeah we haven't have... done any of the blue ones yet we just did a first run of the gray um yeah and i'm looking at the light blue one and that that looks awesome and it's it's like you said everything else in the market is black or like a nylon or you know it's it's a it's a, a shade of black that's all they are which is fine but having a little bit of pop to something is is cool in and of itself too like that blue looks awesome yeah, yeah and we're trying our best to do like a consistent color matching and everything of all the um which is not trivial sometimes with with polymers to make sure you kind of have consistent coloration um but mm-hmm. we want to make sure that if you buy like you know a tie down and a lie down and a bucket like it all looks like it matches so yeah cool oh for sure oh all right um yeah, yeah we i think we covered that do more and more with the colors as you go on i know we've had a couple requests for red um it was a set we were gonna do red but you know you can only do so many colors to start so yeah, yeah. no for sure yeah, i can imagine that- uh that red on your that the bona fide ss127 that red oh yeah just matching it that would look slick yeah heck it'd he, look good on the gray bona fide too it would and the plus is i have a gray bona fide so i i have could have gray stuff on the outside and then everything inside be that color there you go money <laughs> that's cool all right so uh you want to talk about the rod holder i think this is the last product we have right yeah, I think there was a tie down too, but that's pretty similar to the lie down. Um, yeah. I think the only thing we really tried to do with that is make sure that it was a top loading and you can also angle it, you know, because if you're putting straps over something, it's nice to be able to angle it if you're if they're not going straight over top. But right. oh yeah. Yeah. But yeah, we can talk about the rod holder. Heck yeah. Uh when are you guys gonna re- release that? Uh, it's going to be this summer. It might be a little late in the summer, but okay. Yeah. This thing looks interesting. Like I first, I first saw it, I glanced over it at first and then I went back and was like, wait, is that a rod holder? That's kind of interesting. Um, I don't even know where to start. Like, (laughs) how did you guys come up with that design? We went through a lot of different designs with this. Um, we did like what, um, stealth does with their rod holder um, where they have like the two camming pieces that come in um, it's a really great design on their part um, having talked to the guy before I mean he he's you know pretty proud of himself and and to his credit it was great so we kind of wanted something that was at least going to provide like that cushioning like I got the rod kind of kind of feel um, mm-hmm. so we ended up going with these elastomer wheels um, after a bunch of different iterations on on various ways to do it, um, we had ended up with the like these articulating polymer arms that come in, and the wheels themselves have spokes that are purposely put like on an angle. You can kind of see how they're swirled almost, mm-hmm. and that's so that as you push the rod down, the spokes almost like collapse around it, and then squeeze it. Um, and then as you pull it up, it gives a little bit more resistance because you're kind of going the opposite direction, kind of counter to the direction that the spokes want to spin and hold it in. Um, so it gives you like a little bit 
easier like latch in and entry with the rod and then um, more resistance as you're trying to remove it. Um, so that's kind of like what inspired the whole top half of this thing. Uh, okay. And then we just added an elastomer leash around the back that you can then, you can actually like flip it around the bottom and snap it on there for storage. Uh, but it just gives you a little bit more security with the rod. Okay. So oh, yeah. These these wheels that you can adjust them in and out uh, according to rod sizes, like the diameter of a rod. Uh, they're not adjustable, but they're actually there's a spring that goes underneath the bottom, um, underneath their pivot. So it has a pretty wide range of rods that it can fit. Um, okay. We talked about doing that before, where we would basically make like a a larger version if you had if you were gonna do um, you know like deep sea. Fishing stuff. Yeah. Your yeah. offshore stuff. Yeah. More offshore stuff um, that you could fit a larger rod diameter, like a little bit more comfortably, basically making larger arms for it. Um, but this is really made for, you know, your typical um, core candles and everything. And then the base for this one is kind of a jumping off point into some other accessories that we're going to do um, planned in the future. Uh, the bottom nut like twists and it's a quick connect base. Kind of like if you've seen the, the yak attack ones yeah um, yeah that's like quick connect for their but we wanted to do a larger base because we found that those were like a little there was too much play for us um, mm -hmm. so as we go through this i mean one thing that i didn't talk about in the other pieces is where um we plan on grooming fits as we do our mold development um, like i said we all have a history in in injection molding um so we know that if you want something that's going to lock up tightly and have like a good snap fit or something, it's most likely not going to happen on the first go around. Um, you kind of you kind of design to your best guess and you make the mold, and then from there you measure, tweak, maybe a little bit more prototyping, and then make another adjustment um, until we get the right snap fits. So we've got a good guess on our prototypes that we three D printed, and we're going ahead with that. But the whole rod holder snaps off of the orange base um, that's held down with the two wing nuts or like dry mm -hmm. wing nuts that we have in there. Yeah. And then the collar, the other gray collar on top of it, once it's actually locked in place, it indexes like every 10 degrees. So okay. that All right. adjustable and you can rotate it um, and obviously tilt it. Yeah, I was, I was going to say that, does it kind of like interlocked with each other, that those 10 degree increments? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. That's a bunch of like, if you were to take it apart, you'd see a bunch of different splines and stuff. Yeah. Um, that yeah, was that's very cool. Does this thing also like pivot? Like if you want to point it out, however many degrees? Yep. Yeah. Every 10 degrees, you can tilt it about the, what do you want to call it, the Z axis. And then um, like you can tilt it like every 15 or 20 degrees, like up and down with pitch. Cool. <laughs> That's cool. Yeah. Yeah. With that much movement in it, I can see like, especially guys who <clears throat> typically guys who like walleye troll, for example, they'll have on the yeah. back of their boat, but it's starting yeah. to become more common with kayaks with the ease of putting a motor on a boat and they're trolling. Yeah. Having a couple yeah. of those. Yeah. I mean, you could put with the different degrees, you can easily put, if you wanted to four lines out the back of your kayak and have them tilted at, you know, pointed and tilted at different degrees and different angles to where none of your lines are going to run into each other, but you're able to cover more water. So, I mean, that's, that's awesome. Like the amount of flexibility that you have and to tune it exactly how you want it to 
And like you said, how robust it's been made. I mean, like the how you guys thought about making those uh, spokes in the cam wheels just a little bit angled so when you pop it in, it locks down on itself. Mm-hmm. I mean, that alone, the safety of a rod, because I may have lost a catchboard, but I've also lost a rod. I got that one back. That one sucks, but it would have saved me a trip in the water. So, I mean, that's, yeah, that's awesome. And the quick detach, you know, I can only imagine what applications you could use that for. Yeah. That's kind of like where um, some future things like um, camera holders, like a lot of people, mm. you know, getting into the yeah. YouTube scene and stuff like that. Um, we have a camera holder that's in development that's going to use like the same lower portion, right? But then have a boom that goes out and have an adjustable head with a ran nut and everything. So that's kind oh, of yeah, like that's awesome. down the line. So I think the thing that I like the most about this rod holder is it has two points to uh, tighten it down. Whereas like other rod holders out there, they kind of only have that one spot to tighten. And like when you are trolling or something like that, it kind of waves and stuff like that. I don't see that happening with this because it has those two points of uh, tie downs on your gear track. Yeah, we ended up, um, we looked at trying to do a single point uh, of attachment, but it once you start stacking things up with the way we designed some other things, it just got like too tall and gangly. Um, and we liked that we went for like a larger base um so from like side to side it's like almost it's at least two inches wide um we found that that worked well for a lot of the fishing specific kayaks mm-hmm. where they're recessing the gear tracks like right into the gunnels and stuff mm-hmm. so it does try to give you like a little bit more of a sturdy base like you're saying so you don't get as much as that like side to side movement yeah no, it, it, going or talking about like fish finder mounts and stuff like that it's it's hard to find a good fish finder mount for that reason so if you guys come out with one yeah i was i was literally gonna say so is there any uh is there any uh thoughts on a fish finder mount with that same concept because that would be legit because my fish finder mount is on a single point and uh it likes to wave when i'm going that drives sucks it, well, A, it drives me nuts because I was like, why is this moving so much? And I like, like I said at the beginning, I'm breaking my fingers trying to get it as tight as I can. Mm-hmm. And it yeah. still moves. And I'm thinking, like, why are you moving so much? And I was like, eh, that just breaks off. My fish finder's going to go face screen down on the, on the bottom of the kayak and hit something. And if it cracks, oh, yeah. I'm just going to throw it over the board. And uh, I mean, you know, it's <laughs> so, yeah, maybe, you know, if you guys have a fish finder, just holler at me and I'll test it for you. Uh, <laughs> let you know. <laughs> no that's a that's a cool cool design man uh unique like i said everything caught my eye so it's pretty cool glad i found yeah they oh yeah the colors alone like i'm looking at the blue and yellow one and as an ohio state fan i'm not allowed to talk about those colors in conjunction (laughs) but it looks slick (laughs) like it looks really cool the blue blue does look cool it's like two-tone blue yeah 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 I guess one thing the, I didn't talk about the, the collar on this one, we're planning to do um, on some other components we've done before. We use like a, it's called like a super aggressive laser texture. Um, and it almost feels like sandpaper. Like if you ever like skateboarded, they get mm-hmm. that like that super gritty, like almost 60 grit sandpaper um, on, on the actual like turning knob. Um, so we're looking to incorporate that into the rod holder first. And then we've got a couple of other ideas of, of places we can put that. Um, Cause we've done it on 
touch points for like other customers for different things and, and they really enjoy it. It's got a really good tactile feel. Very cool. Very cool. Yeah, well, that's that's yeah. just slick. I can't I'm not I'm I'll have to buy a different color. I'm not allowed to have that. I'll get yelled at by too many people. But uh you know, that's that's slick and it's I like how uh same thing Brad did when I was looking at them. I kind of I scrolled over it at first because I didn't know what it was because it doesn't look like your traditional rod holder. It doesn't have the giant sure, yeah. you know, boom and all that stuff. And I was like, I just scrolled through it and then I did the same thing. I was like, what was that? And I scrolled back up and I, it said rod holder and I was like, looked at it some more and then I was looking at it and I saw coming 2022 and I was like, oh, of course. <laughs> <laughs> you don't got to wait much longer. It's all good. No, yeah. No, we'll go long. fast. <laughs> Uh, I think the very the very last thing we could talk talk about here. I mean, it's self explanatory, but you guys also uh, offer gear track, and it looks like you can get colored gear track. Yeah. Um, so this is in the works right now. Um, should be coming out like early summer, maybe late spring. So it's just you know colored anodized gear track. We tried to do. Um, Kind of like more of a profile look to it. So anywhere you're adding gear track, like on on top of the kayak or on the side of it, um, this is like almost looks like a trapezoid from the end. So you're okay. kind of like hopefully blending a little bit more with the look of that hull. Um, and we've even toyed around with selling like just the raw extrusion because we're all ourselves like kind of DIY guys, like you know mm-hmm. working with a bunch of mechanical engineers. Um, so we do sell like the the T nuts and the the um <clears throat> the actual knobs and stuff so like if somebody's like hey man i'm working on my own you know rod holder whatever it may be um, i had somebody reach out the other day about them and i was like you know sure we'll sell you a bunch of nuts whatever you want you know if you're looking for something like that because you want to like i said this guy was working on his own rod holder um, so we were looking at actually even selling like three foot sections of this extrusion so say you want to do like a big section of your boat or um, even people talking about doing one of the guys at work wants to do it on his trailer, just put a big mm. section so he can throw stuff on there. That's a really good idea. I never yeah, that is about that on a trailer. Oh boy. I'm running, out, I'm running out of room on the trailer. <laughs> me, me and Matt literally just, uh, modified his trailer this past week and he, he's trying to brainstorm more ideas for it. Okay. Yeah. yeah I'm literally just trying to think of like, how much crap could I put on this trailer? So I don't have it in or on my truck. Cause I have like a truck rack that has my rod holders and I'm me and him are thinking, I was like, well, they don't make a truck rack that fits on these trailers easily. And I was like, oh, we just like, I don't know, dig a hacksaw and take like two inches off of it. It'll probably fit. Yeah. And like, I'm just thinking of stuff like that. And, uh, this would be cool, especially since I'm going to try the, uh, terrible journey of painting my galvanized trailer. So maybe I could paint it a color that you guys sell. That would be dope. There you go. Uh, so like, for instance, how much is like a three foot piece of that gear track? Uh, I don't think I've done the numbers on it just yet. So I'm going to go with it's because we would probably sell the three foot section, like without all the holes, the machining in it, unless, Mm -hmm. yeah, we were going to just like sell it as like in the raw piece of aluminum so like if you're gonna get the three foot section and just kind of do whatever you wanted to it we'd probably mm-hmm. sell it here for like 40 bucks maybe 30 or 40 bucks somewhere in there that's not bad considering yeah, 12 inches so 35 not anodizing it and everything very cool yeah that's that's awesome it, it I mean, opens I could a see, lot of possibilities 
Yeah, like I could see running that stuff on top of like your rack and like pointing light down or something. You know what I mean? That's literally that you're already reading my mind because I was going to somehow when I get this rack up there, I'm going to run it on the sides of my rack and then put like I'll get I'll buy some of those T-bolts and yeah. buy some of those nuts and make there lights to where I can see stuff at night because my headlamp, I always forget it because I'm an idiot and my phone sucks. So, <laughs> yeah, it's always the situation where you got yeah the phone in one hand and you're trying to like where you set it up on something to try and shine yeah. down and <laughs> yeah I've broken like nine phones doing that because yeah. it's either fallen off the top of my old Jeep or fell off my truck or I hit it and it went to God knows where with of course the 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 flashlight being on the ground at night so I couldn't see that yeah. you know yeah. it's just great <laughs> we're learning a lot about Matt tonight he's lost a catch yeah, board a rod phones. Matt Matt's clumsy but learn from Matt <laughs> and get some and, and get some lie downs from Corso. So you can lash your stuff up and not watch them go into the drip or have to go after a rod and be freezing in April in Tennessee when the one yeah. cold day I'm there is the day I lose the rod and I wanted to die. So <laughs> as long as it's not your mega bass rod, that'd be bad. Oh um, yeah, I would cry. Uh I would just quit. I'd quit fishing immediately. I'd give you all my stuff. You can have it. I'd just be done because that, uh, no, I can't replace it. So they don't make it anymore. So yeah, I'd be yeah, really upset. That'd, that'd be bad. Well, uh, is, is there anything else to hit on? Um, I don't think so. I think we covered it all. Yeah, really. Thanks for going through it yeah. all and then uh, for having me on to oh, yeah. explain everything. Yeah. I like to tell everybody that this is like a virtual fishing expo. Like our, our show is. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. This is the booth. Yeah. I need to really. <laughs> yeah. I was yeah. say, you just, you, you're coming really to the booth and you're my, talking. Uh, my displays. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's um, okay, man. Mine's just a sheet. That's all it is. It's a sheet tapped to the wall in my concrete basement. And it's great. Yeah, this, is, this is kind of my temporary office. We're working on my, my actual one, putting in some new yeah. floors and stuff. So. Gotcha. Well, uh, you did mention over the email that you wanted to share a code with the listeners. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I don't know when this one comes out, but I put on a code, um, paddle and fin 10. So P A D D L E N F I N 10, um, the 10% off. So check it out. Awesome. I will, I will put that in the show notes on fin 10 and, uh, this will, I don't know what date this will air, but I'll let you know. Um, but yeah, uh, CorsoOutdoors.com. They got Facebook. They got an Instagram. There you go. Matt pulled it up on the uh, screen yeah. for all you YouTube watchers. Um, yeah. Uh, anything else you want to add before we end this? Um, I mean, season's getting started for us out here on the East Coast. So, you know, good luck out there. Finally, yeah. finally seeing some oh, fun. Yeah. But yeah, yeah. Um, if you guys have you know any other questions for me or anybody out there has got some questions, feel free to shoot us an email. I am the guy who answers all the emails, so <laughs> feel free to be mad at me if I don't get back to you in time. <laughs> you heard it here first, folks. If he doesn't email you, you can be mad at Jake and right. send him a mean email. I'll have to own that. You'll get to him ten more times. <laughs> yeah, blow him up. <laughs> Just kidding. Don't do that. That's annoying. <laughs> I work with people that do that and I want to just not talk to them anymore. So don't do that. But yeah, man, we really appreciate you coming on. Um, 
it was awesome. And I mean, the products you showed are, are awesome. I, I'm excited to see what you guys come out with in the future. Yeah, um, we're, like I said, we're hoping to keep going with um, all these kayak accessories and hopefully we keep going from there. We're all kind of outdoor guys. We know that everybody who kayak fishes or kayaks, you know, is into something else. And so we're hoping to kind of keep the like accessories thing going with kayaking, boating, hoping to get into biking and stuff too. So stay tuned. Oh, cool. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to say, I've got, I've got one question for you before I give it to Brad and we sign off. If you were out fishing and you can only pick one technique and one style of bait to use, what would you use? Oh, I know it I'm brings like, it down a lot. I'm not even that big of a fisher, to be honest. Oh <laughs> man. I, yeah. Oh, man. Like, it's has the one at work who does a lot of fishing. I'm the one who does a lot of the designing. <laughs> I got you. I got you. Well, you mentioned yeah, you mentioned I mean, Magpul for uh for that. Are you into like firearms and hunting or yeah, yeah, no, yeah, into stuff like that for sure. Yeah, I mean okay, growing up in uh we're we're out of Pennsylvania. So growing up in Pennsylvania all my life, I mean whitetail hunting every year. It's like a it's a it's a holiday, man. <laughs> oh yeah, you guys got the covenant flintlock season. You love oh season. yeah that too that's a little yeah that's a an elusive elusive treat to to get a white tail and a flintlock oh yeah i bet it is you're shooting a gun from the 1700s yeah, <laughs> yeah my my dad goes out for that very consistently and i tell him that's cool i'll go out every now and then but i'm like man it is cold <laughs> it is christmas time <laughs> i need to stay inside for yeah. a little bit <laughs> yeah See, that's how I am when it comes to fishing, right? When it gets too cold, I'm I'm inside and I'll I'll keep a rod in the truck and spin it. And then you have Brad who puts on his big yellow bird, uh, yeah, his big bird uh <laughs> uh dry suit and goes dry out suit. and he's break it breaking ice with his kayak and catching fish in 12 degree weather, and he's like, It's not even that cold. I was like, crazy. <laughs> dude, rather out there like breaking ice is fun. Like I'd I'd rather be doing that than sitting at home doing nothing. <laughs> yeah, I'll give you that. That's why I hunt. I mean, it's I it's yeah, a form right, of yeah. breaking <laughs> something. It's fun. <laughs> it's true. That's. I mean, I'll give you that. It's all right. We're gonna get Brad on some waterfowl this year, so he'll get out and yeah, I'm ready. Some hunting. That's a lot of fun. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I am ready. Cool. Well, man, uh, we'll end it here. Thanks for coming on the show again. Uh, yeah, appreciate sure. it. It was a good yeah. Time. Thanks for having me, uh, guys. Thanks for tuning in. We'll see you guys next week. And uh, thanks for dealing with my raspy voice tonight. So everybody have a good one. We'll see you next week. Later, Thanks guys. for tuning in to another killer episode here on Paddle and Finn. Be sure to drop a five-star rating, a thumbs up, or smash that subscribe button on any platform you're listening in on. Be sure to check us out on Waypoint TV, waypointtv.com. Make sure you sign up for the Fantasy Kayak Fishing League at paddleandfin.com forward slash fantasy. You could support this show through Patreon, patreon.com forward slash paddleandfin. Don't forget to check out the website paddleandfin.com. Catch us on YouTube. If you got a question, comment, or want to see a future guest on the show, be sure to email us at paddleandfin at gmail.com. Shout out to our show supporters, Yak Gadget. You can check out all the fine kayak accessories at yakgadget.com. Pelican Professional. For all your cases, coolers, and lighting needs, go to pelican.com. Rocktown Adventures. Your Midwest premier paddle sports destination. Go to rocktownadventures.com. Eastport Marina. The beautiful destination on Dale Hollow Lake. 
if you're looking for lodging, kayaks, kayak accessories, or anything fishing related on the beautiful Dale Hollow Lake, go to eastport.info. The Jigmasters Jigs. When in doubt, get the jig out. Go to jigmasters.com and fill your tackle boxes today.